Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. One of my biggest pet peeves in life is tardiness. I hate it when other people are late. It's as if they are not respecting my time. But you know what? I actually hate being late myself even more. In fact, I cringe at the thought. Conscientious, successful people are on time, always. So as you can imagine, as a doctor, nothing irks me more than being late myself. But I am late, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, sometimes even one hour late during clinic time. And what's worse, it's on a daily basis. Yes, I'm late almost every single day as a primary care doctor. This makes me feel extremely overwhelmed and frustrated working in this profession. This is the one aspect of my profession I truly wish I could fix, and then I would be a super happy doctor. But I've had to accept this unacceptable as truly a reality of working in primary care in the United States to some degree. That is, it comes with the territory to some extent because it's a complex problem that is often out of my control. It's a hard pill to swallow, I know. For some of you as well, I'm sure. However, this doesn't mean that I cannot try. And I may be crazy, but here's my first attempt to do just that, by first writing this podcast. I'm going to first attempt to give you a snapshot of what a common day in the life, or a morning rather, of a typical primary care doctor is like in today's episode. That way you can try to decipher on your own what the true issues contributing to this phenomenon really are. Then, next week, I will do my best to attempt to explain what I think are the complex factors that contribute to the doctor's tardiness, and then propose a process in which we can all just attempt to follow in order to help minimize the issue as much as we possibly can. But first, a short word from our sponsor. So maybe you've got a great idea for a business and you want to start selling your products or services online. Or maybe you're an established business owner looking for new customers. But no matter who you are, GoDaddy wants to help you be successful online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering a .com domain for just $2.95. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code QDT295 to get your $2.95.com. Some limitations apply. See website for details. So back to a day in the life of Dr. Tardy. Dr. Tardy... She's a great doctor. She cares about her patients. She tries to do the right thing for them. She tries to take the time to listen to what they have to say without making them feel rushed and doesn't like to take any shortcuts when it comes to patient care. That may also mean that she tends to run late. A typical morning schedule consists of 11 patients scheduled in 20-minute time slots for Dr. Tardy in a typical day in her life. She is a primary care physician who works in a large group outpatient setting. If you're interested to visually see Dr. Tardy's schedule, I've listed her schedule on the script for this episode on the quickanddirtytips.com website. It may be very helpful for you to follow this story if you can visually see Dr. Tardy's schedule. And I've placed a copy of that on the script for this episode on the quickanddirtytips.com website. That's quickanddirtytips.com. So the first patient on the schedule is at 8.30 in the morning. A brand new patient, forgetting that he needs to arrive at least 15 minutes prior to his appointment slot to complete paperwork and processing, he arrives at 8.30. He doesn't come to the doctor's office very often and scheduled this appointment over six weeks ago. So do we blame him for forgetting this small detail? Thankfully, the swift working front desk staff do their magic to rush his processing, but it's now 8.40. 
the medical assistant calls his name and takes him to measure his vital signs and places him in the exam room. But by now, it's 8.45. Most doctors are now using electronic medical records, and a progress note for the patient visit can't be opened until the patient is actually processed and roomed. So finally, now the doctor can open his progress note and start the documentation process, and this can take a few minutes. When the doctor walks in to see the patient, it's now 8.50, and she's already running 20 minutes behind. And it's only the first patient of the day. Not good. Thankfully, the patient is pretty healthy. So the visit takes only about 15 minutes to complete. Then, Dr. Tardy heads back to her desk to start the same process for the next patient. Her flow is interrupted, however, as one of the nurses seeks her out to show her an abnormal electrocardiogram, or EKG, that she was performing in nurse clinic. The doctor has never met this patient, who belongs to the patient panel of another doctor who is out on vacation. She needs to search the patient in the electronic medical records, study the medical history, and compare the current EKG with her previous one in order to determine the next step of action. This is an urgent issue. She cannot simply ignore this EKG. This takes her at least five minutes, and she's now running 25 minutes behind. Thankfully, the next patient is also young and healthy. She's having some urinary symptoms, and it's pretty straightforward. Dr. Tardy orders the appropriate tests and provides her the proper treatment. This one took only 10 minutes, and it took 5 minutes to document. Woo-hoo! We now can subtract 5 minutes, and we're only 20 minutes behind. The next patient is a hospital follow-up, an 87-year-old fragile yet kind lady who recently suffered a stroke since Dr. Tardy last saw her. She's now unable to speak clearly and requires a family member's presence to help facilitate the visit. The doctor also needs to request the records to be transferred over from the hospitalization in order to get the medical details. Well, thankfully, the wonderful medical assistant did that prior to her visit. Oh, phew. Now, how long will it take to peruse the packet of hospital notes from her 10-day stay? After reading the novel, here's what Dr. Tardy determines will need to be accomplished for this visit. Number one, she requires referrals to be placed for multiple specialists now that she's had a stroke. Physical therapy, speech therapy, and neurology. Each one of these referrals take time to submit. Number two, also the family is very frustrated because they cannot care for her at home and multiple psychosocial aspects of a stroke need to be addressed. The patient is depressed. The family is understandably shaken up. They look to Dr. Tardy to ease the pain and provide support and guidance, not to mention help in coordinating her living placement. Dr. Tardy listens to her patients. Number three. She's also a diabetic and her blood sugars are out of control, so Dr. Tardy needs to address that urgently as well. After all, this is a contributing factor to the stroke in the first place. Now, all of this in a 20-minute patient slot. This visit miraculously took only 30 minutes to complete and another 5 minutes to document, and now the doctor is 35 minutes behind. It could have been way worse. So back at the doctor's desk. Dr. Tardy gets interrupted again in between patients because of a critical lab value on one of her patients. The patient must go to the ER, and Dr. Tardy needs to call her to explain to her exactly why it's imperative that she be seen ASAP. The patient doesn't want to go because of a high hospital copay, but Dr. Tardy must convince her to go. This takes another five minutes to achieve, and Dr. Tardy is an easy 40 minutes behind. The next patient. 
She's a 45-year-old lady who complains that she needs all of her four medical issues addressed because she has a $60 copay, and it's a financial hardship for her to come for more frequent visits. She wants to, number one, discuss her high blood pressure. Number two, she's experiencing low back pain. Number three, she's depressed. And number four, she wants her pap smear done, all in the same visit. Dr. Tardy does tell Ms. Heiko Pei that unfortunately time does not allow her to be able to take care of it all in one visit and that perhaps they can complete the pap smear at a future visit since there are no copays for preventative screenings due to Obamacare now. Ms. Heiko Pei is not thrilled to have to return but reluctantly accepts this. Dr. Tardy cannot help but feel slightly uncomfortable with the reaction that she received from Ms. Heiko Pei. After all, Dr. Tardy is human and she actually cares about her patients. This visit actually takes Dr. Tardy 30 minutes to complete. I don't know how she accomplished this so quickly, but she's now 50 minutes behind. Next two patients. Mom brings in her two children. They actually have been struck with the same bug and are coughing and sniffling every which way. Dr. Tardy does save some time, however, because she now can address both kids' conditions to one parent. Great! She saves 15 minutes here, placing her 35 minutes tardy. How lucky! Then, Dr. Tardy's next patient is a very nice 58-year-old lady with diabetes. She comes to her for her three-month follow-up and to talk about how she can help her quit smoking because she knows that it, along with the diabetes, is a risk factor for heart disease. Dr. Tardy wants to make certain that she has all the resources and tips that she needs, so she takes her time addressing this issue along with discussing her diabetes. Both issues are time-consuming and vital. After all, she doesn't want Ms. Diabetes to end up with a stroke like her previous patient in clinic. At the end, Dr. Tardy thought it was a very constructive visit that actually took the full 20 minutes to complete. And as she's about to close the visit, Ms. Diabetes discloses something that cannot be ignored. Wait, doctor, just one more thing. She admits that she's been experiencing chest pain for the last three weeks, and this is the reason that she finally decided to come in and decide to quit smoking. Dr. Tardy needs to evaluate this chest pain very thoroughly and cannot tell Ms. Diabetes that she needs to return to discuss this issue at a future visit. It must be done now. She takes a more detailed history performs an EKG and discusses the next steps and management with the patient. This takes her another 20 minutes to complete and places her 55 minutes behind. Now on with her schedule. The next patient is 15 minutes late. He's brand new and he got lost attempting to locate the clinic. The practice, like many other practices, has a policy to accept patients up to 15 minutes late, and Dr. Tardy is late herself, so it's not an issue this time. But what if next time she actually was on time? Well, then she'd be running late for sure. Then, Dr. Tardy's next patient was scheduled to discuss tangling in the hands and feet. But during the visit, she reveals multiple complaints that don't seem really to be connected. Tingling in the hands and feet, abdominal pain, shortness of breath, feelings of anxiety. Dr. Tardy, having a great sense of intuition, suspects that there may be something deeper going on and works hard to dig and get the patient to open up. After some extensive detective work, in the middle of the visit, Miss Sadness all of a sudden starts to cry uncontrollably. She finally reveals that not only has she been battling depression for a few years, but that she now wishes that she was dead. Dr. Tardy finds this comment very disturbing and spends a great deal of time trying to understand the level of depression and to determine if the patient is seriously suicidal. 
Miss Sadness reveals that she has occasionally had a plan to hurt herself by swallowing a bottle of pills belonging to her husband. She has never quite gone through with it, but thinks about it each and every day. Dr. Tardy realizes that Miss Sadness needs help and needs help right away. After all, Dr. Tardy has taken an oath to do no harm, and she cannot foreseeably allow Miss Sadness to simply walk out of this exam room. She knows what she needs to do. She needs to arrange for Miss Tardy to be hospitalized immediately. Is this a 20-minute visit? No. But how is the person scheduling the appointment supposed to know? The patient simply made this appointment for tingling in the hands and feet. This visit took 40 minutes to complete, double the appointment time. Dr. Tardy is now running over one hour late. Yep, easily. Is Dr. Tardy happy about being late? Nope. She's worried about this patient that she just hospitalized, along with her next two patients on how they're going to react to her being so late. Thankfully, these next very two kind patients still wait for Dr. Tardy, but they are not happy about it either. Dr. Tardy sincerely apologizes to each one as she does to every single appointment she's late for. How can she thoroughly provide an explanation of her day so that they can understand? And even if she does provide an explanation, is it really an excuse? By the time Dr. Tardy ends her morning, she is scheduled to see her first patient of the afternoon. It's a relief to reset the schedule once again, but this means that not only does she have a break in the day, but that truly doesn't bother Dr. Tardy, but she has no time dedicated to returning patient messages, review patient lab results, refilling patient prescriptions. This means tacking on about two hours at the end of her day to complete these tasks after her afternoon schedule. And this is how a typical morning for a typical primary care physician in the United States is like. Who is to blame? Who is at fault here? Is it Dr. Tardy? Is she too accommodating? Could she have ignored that, by the way, I have chest pain at the end of that visit? Could she have ignored that financial hardship plea? Should she have ignored the urgent patient lab values or that abnormal EKG reading that could have potentially placed these patients' lives in jeopardy? Or the patient who may go home and commit suicide that day? Or do we fault the current healthcare system model in the United States who underpays primary care docs for each visit so that they're required to see more and more patients in a shorter amount of time? Or do we fault the practice who instills 20-minute appointment slots for each patient, while some groups only allow 15-minute slots in order to survive? Or allows patients to be late 15 minutes max in order to maintain good business practices? I'd really like to hear your ideas because it's truly a frustrating topic for all patients, doctors, and medical groups alike. I know this is truly the hardest part of my job, and I desperately seek for a solution. And next week, I'd like to dive into the complexity of the issue at hand. Why can't appointment slots be longer? And then I'll do my best to attempt to provide some tips on how we can all work together to help minimize this great dilemma. Because unfortunately... It's to some degree out of our controls as doctors and patients, but if we can work together, perhaps we can help minimize it. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. And you can even find me on Pinterest. And thank you to our sponsor who actually makes this podcast possible. So maybe you've got a great idea for a business and want to start selling your products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner looking for new customers. Or maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy wants to help you to be successful online. 
As the world's number one domain registrar, GoDaddy currently manages over 57 million domains. Plus, they provide award-winning 24-7 customer support, so anytime you need help, you just pick up the phone. If you've ever dreamed of building your own website, there's never been a better time. Right now, GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com domain for just $2.95. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code QDT295 to save 80% and get your own .com for just $2.95. Some limitations apply. See websites for details. That's promo code QDT295 at GoDaddy.com. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. If you have any future topic suggestions, you can email them to me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Have a super healthy week. <laughs>